Hey, this is Bill Goldberg of the Club Cafe Podcast. And guess what? If you don't listen to this show, you're going to get effing speared. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Club Cafe Podcast. It is 9-13-2015. As always, I'm Pat McDermott, joined alongside by Man Peck. No time for love, Dr. Jones. And Chris O'Mealy. Yes, and of course, that was from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. This week's Talk and Talkies, featuring the most annoying character in cinema history. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, Short round's not that, that annoying. There's, oh, there's I, plenty oh, more. I thought but you were talking about... Willie? <laughs> Willie's pretty... <laughs> Willie might disagree. actually be there. Yeah, no, no, that would be, that would be the one. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. This is episode 119, and I want to thank you guys for your continued loyal support throughout the Club Kayfabe continuity. And just so you guys know, Those you should all, all check caves. out... Yes, of course. Of course they are, because this is Club Kayfabe. And just so you guys know, you should all check out Super Mario Maker exclusively on Wii U and not Xbox. Really? Why yeah. is it not on the Xbox? Do <laughs> you have any idea how much they would sell if it was on Xbox? Though? Yeah, though. If it was on all the platforms, that game would be selling like crazy. Hey, you know what though? It is on Even I would have even if even I would have found a way to have gotten it. It's called Little Big Planet on PlayStation. Because even when I was a little kid, I designed Mario levels on like paper. Did it did did it did, did you call it Paper Mario? Yeah. Guess what? What? Even before that existed, I was doing that on <laughs> So you created Paper Mario, is what you're saying? I am yes. that old. Yes. Good job, Dan. All right. So you guys gave us some really positive feedback about the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I'm bringing. It so back, back to top ten, number <laughs> yeah. ten. We don't care what you think. All right. Uh, fortunately. There was a lot of good stuff that happened in wrestling this week. Uh, not too much bad, and even really nothing ugly. Although, the one thing I found that was ugly is hideously ugly, and we'll get to that. So let's talk about... Dana Brooks face. Okay. So let's talk about wow. something good. The good! Okay. Um, first off, I want to talk about the possibility that we are finally getting a Los Matador re-gimmick. And they teased it with the breakup. They beat up the shit out of little El Torito after the Dudley Boys match. And then Diego went through a table. But you know what? Like, it's been so long that I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, that is Primo and Epico. I forgot they're still employed and doing stuff. They had a bad gimmick. They had a terrible run. And now that gimmick is going to change. That's a good thing. The gimmick had like a two week staying period and they've been doing it for over a year. They're not over that midget's over. Ole Anderson's over because they keep chanting for him. Yeah. No, it's been like two years because they were in the 2014 Royal Rumble. Torito was. I think they just realized, too, they're like, oh, Sami Zayn has a marketable Ole chant, not these guys. Right. All right, so let's talk about something else good. Uh, The little tease that Sheamus did for his cash-in where he finally acknowledged that, Seth, you can pretty much be really screwed at Night of Champions because not only do you have two matches, but you might have a third. Fellow. And I like that they did that. After, after you defend your world championship and then your United States championship, which is probably the main event, then maybe you'll defend your world <laughs> championship against me. Maybe. All right, sticking to uh, sticking to some pretty cool matches that happened this week, let's talk about the Deavers. Let's talk about how Sasha versus Paige actually got time this week, and it was good. Damn good. Got time twice this week. Really did. Uh, let's talk about another awesome match that happened. Let's talk about how Ryback had a friggin' good match. Twice again. He was facing week. Seth Rollins. Did you see the lumberjack on SmackDown? I did not, but I bet it was good. They were they were both really good, and um, they helped further the uh, few with Kevin Owens. And I just I always think that Rollins and Ryback work really well together, whether they were in the Shield feud or now. I think these guys just work really well. And then did he go to the diner afterwards and order the lumberjack breakfast with Feed Me More? Of course he did. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> I could just see him and him and Ron Swanson at a breakfast buffet together. With Feed Me More? <laughs> Is that supposed to be? 
What is that quote? It's like, bring me all of the eggs and bacon all that you have. All of the bacon and eggs that you have. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I think you probably misheard me and thought I said bring me a lot of bacon and eggs. But no, I meant bring me all the bacon and eggs you have. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about an awesome segment that happened, which involved the New Day, Final Fantasy Fanfare, and then the Dudley Boys and Edge and Christian. Oh man! I know you want to talk about this. This segment was so good. First of all, they're they're running that storyline through the night about Sting and the statue. So Seth Rollins is already looking for Sting between two matches, and right because he has to wrestle twice because he's going to wrestle twice at Night of Champions. <laughs> and then he hears, "Oh, Seth, don't be sour." And Big E comes around with with trumpet touting Xavier Woods. And Kofi Kingston, and the Final Fantasy VII uh, victory theme. <laughs> to which it's the same uh, in every uh, Final uh, Fantasy uh, game. Yeah, to which we then get follow up from uh, Edge and Christian about how um, Seth Rollins tried to break his neck and why don't you try to do it now? And he's like, ah, I'm more busy. I got other things to worry about. And then you get the Dudleys, and you get. Kazoos? Oh my god, this segment had everything. Get the tables. Would it Get. reek of awesomeness? This segment reeked uh, of awesomeness. Yeah. Absolutely. You're such a reekazoid. And uh, Kofi, I like Kofi because Kofi is, as a heel, he's so good because you've got, you've got three totally different characters in A New Day where you have Big Evangelist, you have Kofi who's now the loud, like... He's a different kind of loudmouth than Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods is the chicken shit loudmouth, and Kofi is like the... No, you didn't just... He's total thug. He's like, you, you can't say that. He's like, you can't sing. You can't... What was it? He was like, yeah, you can't write songs. He's such a gangster. Woods Woods reminds me of the type of heel you've played on the indies, Pat. That I was love really that good, that heel. That chicken yeah. shit heel. Yeah, because those are the best heels. Because you have the no, biggest... wrong. Mouth. The best heels are the overpowered ones. No, dude, chicken shit heels are the best because they have the biggest mouth. They just keep talking and talk. Xavier Woods is awesome, and now he has a trumpet too. It's incredible. Dude, I remember the the first time I saw you play the Pat Backlund character at a Johnny Glitter show, <laughs> and you got in there all super cocky and were running your mouth. And as soon as Glitter confronted you, you were terrified of like this old man who can barely <laughs> walk sticking his finger in your face. And you're panicking, and I just looked over at, at John Salinas, and I'm like. He just blew Molson out of the fucking water. <laughs> and you did, but that wouldn't be the last time you did that. That Yeah, I, I mean, and that's, I love playing that character because you get to overreact to anything and the best part is you can't mess up because if you mess up and people make fun of you, you're only doing your job better as a heel. Yeah, and you know what? I like how Seth Rollins has botched his lines on Raw and when the audience gets on him, he just owns it. Yeah, Rollins is great. I mean, and he he is a good promo, but yeah, when he does mess up, he knows how to cover for it. Or, or but the one day he's going to get future endeavored because he course. was the weakest member of the Shield and still is. Of course he will. Yeah, they're not banking on him for their future or anything. I'm just wait, wait, waiting for him to get fired. All right, do we follow through with the good? Do you want to go in the uh, the the New Day Sting direction or the Edge and Christian podcast direction? Which one do you want to talk about first? Oh, I want to talk about. Sting, who um, is being right. used. So as, let's yeah. So let's cover the six-man tag main event that was really good. Incorporated New Day and primetime players with Cena and Rollins. It was awesome. And then how did it end, Pat? <laughs> oh my god. Um. Wait. How did this match end? Holy crap. Did it? Did he get the? C- I Cena. Cena and PEP went over. All right. And right then, so the match did and, end. And then Sting took Rollins' statue, which he put a Sting mask on. Oh, yeah, yeah, and um, before that, in the Ryback match, that's how Ryback won, too. He got a roll-up because Sting came on, and he was talking about the uh, how he He's was like, out hey, there Seth. with the statue. Seth is like, what? And Sting is like, hey. Hey, statue. And Ryback's like, me, statue. Ryback's like, victory. And uh, I, I thought what was so cool about this is Sting is already, like, in this feud, what, what's, the Triple H feud was okay until the actual match happened, though it was pretty good, the build. I went over. But this feud is, like, better than most of the stuff he did in TNA. And I really like that he's working with Seth Rollins, and I actually... (laughs) Better than all the stuff he did in TNA. (laughs) I actually want to see this... I agree. 
I agree. <laughs> as much as I um, as much as I know that Sting's not going to provide like this amazing five star match, I really want to see this main event. Like it feels like a fresh main event. Isn't that weird to say in 2015 that Sting feels like a fresh main event? Hey, it's pretty weird. But it's good. I mean, they they did the thing where he pushed the statue. I like the um, the symbolism of the gold statue, the idolatry, and all that. And you know why? You know why it's fresh because he's a special attraction, like Brock Lesnar. Right. I mean, it's not going to be three months of Seth Rollins or Sting, but uh, I I just think everything's been really good with Sting. They know how to use him. He he probably has some creative control, and it's working for both parties right now. And it, it's going to help Seth Rollins because he's going to beat Sting. And chances are he's actually going to lose the U.S. championship to John Cena, but who knows? Ha-ha! Well, they're going to switch it, and the Sting match ends up being for the U.S. title. (laughs) (laughs) I get to pick which title I win back. Ha-ha! All right. Let's talk about some NXT stuff before we talk about the Austin podcast. Uh, First thing I want to acknowledge is that well, Cassie is now Peyton Royce, and she has her own music in Titantron, and so does Billy Kay. So that was pretty cool. Uh, they both lost their matches. Uh, Peyton Royce lost to Carmella, and Billy Kay lost to Dana Brooke, who has the most annoying voice in the history of the Divas division. But it, good for them for getting recognized. Recognized. And uh, speaking of Divas, Bailey's actually getting her rematch against Sasha Banks in an Iron Woman match, which will be a 30-minute Iron Man. But good for her. Because even though you know she's going to retain the title, it's going to be an awesome match. Well, right, this is like um, Balor and Owens for, uh, with the ladder match. You knew who was right. going to win, but yeah, it doesn't stop it from being really a great match. Exactly. It doesn't stop it at all from being a great match. Uh we we got to segue into a bad with this one, but let's talk about the good of the Dusty Tag Team Tournament. Uh, we had Gargano and Ciampa beating Tyler Breeze and Bull Dempsey, which was an awesome tag team. Oh, the crowd was and, great during this. They were doing the, I, the bull fit, and they did the bull bull is gorgeous chant. Yeah, those were great. They were having so much fun, and I and I called it last week when I said. That they teamed him up, like that's what's going to happen. He's going to, they're going to lose the match, and Breeze is going to turn on him, and that's going to be his next feud. And it makes sense too, because because Breeze he's a big gorgeous. fat uggo. Yeah, Breeze is the gorgeous guy, and Dempsey's the big fat uggo. Exactly. Dempsey had some good, uh, some funny spots in there, by the way. Like when they, um, I think it was Gargano did like a, he did like a flying body press, and Bull just stood there with his hands on his hips like a superhero, and Gargano just bounced <laughs> off of him. Yeah, that was pretty funny. They had a great match, and the fact that they went over is like, oh, damn, they're going far in this tournament. I predict to the final. Yeah, and you also predict they're going to face the team we're going to talk about next, which was Finn Balor and Samoa Joe taking on the Lucha Dragons before SmackDown. Are they going to win? Because this tournament tournament is too big for full sale. uh, Which they say earlier in the show and then showed house show matches in some school gym. And that's the bad, because... The Enzo and Cass match wasn't on NXT. And then, like, Dawson and Wilder, you know, those guys that they're trying to push, also weren't on NXT. And they, and you could tell that it was the throwaway teams, too, because one of them was Elias Sampson and, like, what was his name? Like, Trent Knight or something like that? Something like that. But, yeah. And then the other team was a throwaway team, too, wasn't it? That Enzo and Cass beat? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I'm pretty sure they weren't a signed team or they were just, like, really super developmental. Yeah. Well, well, whoever whoever Marcus Louise is tagging with will probably be the the, the other throwaway team because I saw them on there. Well, I, I wonder if um, Gargano and Ciampa are going to win and then earn their WWE names if that's where this is going. <laughs> that would actually be, win and then actually be pretty funny. I'm not Johnny Gargano anymore. My name is Joseph Stalin. There we go. <laughs> Joseph Stalin. They just ran dry. They're like, let's just pick names from history now. Joseph Stalin and... And Tommy Chain Chomp. <laughs> He's going to do the Stalin suplex, though, right? That's going to be his new finish? Oh, yes. The Stalin suplex. Holds him up there forever. And that Stalin suplex. Stal- Stalin and Mussolini. That's going to be their new name. Quit Mussolini. Stalin. He's got those giant moosles. That's his Oh, gimmick. my God. 
At least they're not being called Hitler. Hey, if Dan Madigan still works for WWE, that shit might actually happen. Stalin and Mussolini. He was responsible for the for the Heidenreich Nazi gimmick. Frozen frozen Nazi, yeah. In fact, for those of you guys who were listening back on August fourth, twenty thirteen, you heard that interview. Yeah, I've uh trying to get in touch with Mr. Madigan. Maybe we'll do a we'll do a new interview with him. See what do he's a up follow to. up because that was between episode twelve and thirteen, and we're going to be doing episode one twenty next week. So it'd be pretty cool to be like, hey, you know, we've been doing this for a really long time. Come back on. But yeah, um, the, the the tournament's great, and as uh, as Dan predicted. It's going to be Gargano and Ciampa versus Balor and Joe in the main event, which is possible. But what I liked was that they did this they did this part before SmackDown because the crowd went apeshit for Samoa Joe. Because you know that's the first time a real mainstream WWE crowd got to see Samoa Joe perform, and he got a huge, well-deserving pop. Good for him. I also wonder how many people in the crowd had no idea that he was even hired. Like, whoa, that's that TNA dude. And how many of those people in that crowd even knew who he was? <laughs> oh? Like the kid that sat in front of Pat when Eric Bischoff debuted in WWE. Oh, my God. The British kid. Who's that? Yeah. Who's that? Oh, that's Eric Bischoff. Oh. And then turns back around and looks at me again. The former owner of WCW. You lied to him, uh, so he would leave you alone. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, WWE's main competition. Oh. Go back to Britain. Oh. All right. Here's uh, something else that here's something else shitty that happened this week. Orton versus Sheamus again. We don't need to see this oh. match ever again. You know, it's funny because um, Orton was in some other match the other week, and I was like, wow, Randy Orton's back, and Sheamus was in a, a different match, and I was like, wow, Sheamus is back, where have these guys been? And I forgot they were in this feud with each other that I don't recognize. That was based on the fact that they think each other's boring. They're both yeah. right. Remember when they tried that with you Lance Storm? Lose. And it sucked. I'm boring. boring. Now I will do the cabbage patch. Speaking of things that are boring, the Summer Ray segment. I don't think I got this on Hulu. Of course you didn't, because it was awful. But it was all, Lana's not here because her wrist is broken. She's here because of a broken heart. And then Ziggler's like, and Ziggler's like, I'm going to make fun of you now. And then he super kicked Rusev and Summer Rae screamed. And I'm like, this was awful. Why did I watch this? You know, I like all these people. And I like the work that they're doing to try to get this terrible storyline over. But, yes, but it doesn't help that the storyline's terrible. Right, exactly. I, I I like the um I like when he was just wh- whatever it was that he said that led to the super kick. He's like, yeah, all I've got to say about that isn't in super kick or something along those lines. And the ugly this week, poor Lana is out with a wrist injury and posted a picture of herself in the hospital like two weeks after it happened. And she cut like this drowsy promo where she half kept her accent up and half didn't. She's like, I'm too. F- <laughs> I'm on too much anesthesia for this bullshit. She's got to bring the accent back and put on the mask. No, she's just going to drop it with no explanation, and, and then also she's, she's going to be from Florida. Yeah, and then she's going to make fun of her on a segment. Wait a minute, did it used to be Russian? Like he did to Kofi. I thought you were Jamaican. Just watching around, Lillian. Yeah, Jesus. Let's talk about the last bad thing on my list. And it looked promising, because it was a Cesaro-Miz match. And I'm like, okay, this is good, because Cesaro's a great worker, and Miz is going to do well. And then the match was actually doing well. And then, well... (laughs) Doing well. (laughs) Here's a a no contest. Now I'm going to punch out Cesaro. I'm like, well, that was fucking horrible. So they, they did a rematch on SmackDown, and they talked about the fact that Miz worked Cesaro's ribs, and his ribs were actually taped up. So they actually kept following that storyline, and it was, nice. a, it was a pee-cool match. Did it have a finish? 
God, I only just watched SmackDown and I can't remember the finish. Wow, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I just need to know that the finish didn't involve Big Show. No, the um, the Lumberjack match finished kind of involved the Big Show because everybody just kicked him out of ringside. And there was a guy <laughs> who was on camera. Well, he was opposite camera side, so you only saw his back the entire match. And I'm like, who is this guy who looks skinny like Neville, but Neville's over there, and this guy has long hair, but he has glasses on. It took me three quarters of the match to realize it was Adam Rose. That's funny. But, uh, oh. And yeah, he he was wearing, uh, like, just trunks. I guess he's doing that beef mode thing, because you were talking about that a few weeks ago. They were doing it on the uh, house show scene, I guess. Yeah. But was his partner there? No. No, not at all. Uh, I was disappointed. He's got a new name now, too. He's not Brad Maddox anymore, but I forgot what his new name is. He's a new name? But yeah, so... Yeah, he, he, he got a new name for the new gimmick. I, I was really sad because it felt like Big Show was going to try to get involved in the Ryback feud again or something, and I was like, no! No, get away from this. I want Kevin Owens and Ryback to be a thing. Uh, well, do you remember how we actually thought they were going to start putting over Brad Maddox when he made a big deal about entering the Andre Battle Royal, and then like the bell rings, and you just see a guy get tossed out of the ring, you're like, fuck, that was Brad Maddox, wasn't it? He got Joshua Kingsley. Joshua Kingsley, that's it. Wow. Dumb. He got tossed out before Sushi Pizza. When's he coming back? Didn't... Is he back officially? Uh, I don't know. Supposed to be back before the end of the year, so there's time. All right. Um, here's some good things that happened this week. Kana is now hired. People are gonna be like, "Who?" Yeah, she's Sudoku and now, then, right? And then I punch you in the dick for going who. <laughs> it's Asuka. So you're gonna Asuka. punch all the girls in the club in the dick? Yeah. All the girls in the club say, eh? And of course, one of the things they heard was, what's the big deal about this Japanese woman? You know, what's funny like, is... Uh, watch said, some shimmer from the last four years. Said person will be marking out when Kelly Kelly comes back. Oh yeah, of course. I'd love to return to WWE. I'm a veteran. Yeah, I'm a veteran. I don't eat meat. All right, let's talk about the best hey, thing that happened. Don't talk about me on the show. <laughs> How awesome were Edge and Christian on the Stone Cold podcast? It was really funny. Um, I didn't see it because I deleted all that info because you said stuff. I really liked when they, uh, they talked about the TLC matches, and it was just as you would have probably predicted. They're like, yeah, we were the only full team giving actual ideas towards the match. It was like, we were in a meeting, it was Edge, myself, Matt, and Bubba. I'm like, yeah, I pretty yeah. much assume that's how it went. Hey, was, did y'all hear the rumors? WWE might be thinking about bringing me back. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Return of the Illuminamis. No. I thought there weren't any more Illuminamis. I don't know. And that on that was on Steve Austin show, wasn't you it? Know, you know, this will be the uh, the first time that eyeballs on eyeballs Jeff Hardy will be on WWE if that's the case. Oh no! And maybe oh, maybe God. talking inside my own head for everyone to hear Jeff Hardy will be in WWE. Although I doubt Vince will let that happen. If Jeff Hardy comes back, I hope he's one of he's a uh, Sting. Brock Lesnar shows up three times a year. Thing. Maybe they'll do a Victory <laughs> Road reenactment. Oh, I agree. I agree. Oh, <laughs> um, no. and, and, and by maybe we mean if he show if he ever shows up at a show, it's going to happen. So one one of the awesome parts of the uh, Stone Cold podcast, though was when he asked them, I think he was asking them to do the five-second pose, or, or the, no, he'd asked them to do their his theme on Kazoo's, so they offered to do it if he would play Kumbaya on the ukulele like Kurt Angle with the little cowboy hat. Or the little cowboy hat, and he did it. <laughs> it was awesome. Y'all are hijacking my show. Uh, but but yeah. I like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't going to be that hard-hitting 
podcast like he did with Vince or Triple H because there's nothing really hard hitting to ask these guys. But it was fun because they all know each other for so long. They've all worked together. They're all their buddies. And he told the origin of the what story because it was Christian who was involved with it. <laughs> he goes, people still Christian's ask like, me. Do you why have do I have the six minute voicemail? <laughs> he goes, people still ask me, do you have the voicemail? And he goes, that was like uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> it was like 10 phones ago or something like yeah. that. It's like, I don't have the same phone, let alone the message. Right. Oh my God. So funny. So freaking great. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's just, yeah. He's like, it's he's just out. driving down the road, pointing out things he sees and saying what? Don't, don't worry, Dan, you can have my 99 back. My 99. Yay. Alrighty. That concludes the good and the bad. Uh-oh. Let's talk about the Snuggly. It's time for more Stone Fold. Hell, son, we're going to talk about Snuggle here on the Stone Fold Pocket. No, that's not right now. Oh, God. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. All right. I hear so, you married to a man. What? This is, this is hashtag dryer sheets. Oh, hashtag so, dryer sheets time. Yep. Hell, son, him with them damn dryer sheets, Chris. There is a lot of talk about putting the title back on John Cena in 2016 to go ahead and tie Ric Flair's record. No! God, no! Please, no! <laughs> but it gets no! better than that. Because... Because it was talked about for SummerSlam, but they shot it down because they've decided that it's more important to get the title on Roman Reigns before 2015 is out. I'm not sure whether to be thankful or angry. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you guys are enjoying Seth's title reign. But that said, uh, the feud with the Wyatts is really helping Roman Reigns a lot. So It is helping him a lot. But but it hasn't gotten him to that point where people are going to be receptive of this. It would actually be brilliant if they give him the title and he turns heel. Or, you know, it would be a better idea to give the title to someone who can carry it, like Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Who is, like I thought they actually did. Who is carrying the, uh, the feud. I can't imagine if Roman Reigns wins the world title and he has to start coming down the ramp because they're not going to let him walk with the title in the middle of the crowd. I wish he would just walk down the ramp now. I don't like his crowd entrance. Like, it made sense with the Shield because he was the outsider, but I don't understand why he's still the outsider. It It would actually make more sense for Ambrose to do it. It even makes sense, like, when he and Ambrose are tagging, like, at uh, SummerSlam where they came out together that way. That's fine. Because you're, yeah, you're alluding to the old stable. That's cool. Right, but it makes more sense for Dean Ambrose's character to be the guy that always comes out through the crowd because he's the... Absolutely. He's the he, he does the Sandman thing. thing. <laughs> uh, he just beat up his derp face. Well, we got more derps and other assorted fun coming up right after a quick message from our club. Hell, son, this is Stone Fold Steve Austin from the Club K Faith Podcast, and I'm here today to talk about GiantMediaBall.com. That's right, GiantMediaBall.com. It's like a giant ball media with all them damn fleas around, son, especially when you're washing your clothes and you got damn fleas all over. You can listen to We Talk Games, Hit Start Now, Mass Move Aside, Wiggly's Book Club, what? I said, Wiggly's Dang Book Club, son, Talking Talkies, The Cannon Cannon, and so much more. We even got Ouch on there. Hell, son, I don't even remember who Ouch is. But we talk games. Hell, I listen to this while I do all my damn laundry and fold my damn sheets. And that's the laundry line, because Stone Fold said so. And thank you, Stonefold Steve Austin, advertising the giant media ball. And back to Chris O'Mealy. Yes, thanks. Thanks, Austin. So now the dryer sheets are out of the way. Let's talk about obnoxious friggin' trolls and how stupid they are. Now, y'all know which troll I'm going to reference, because it's the same one I reference all the time. Same but, thing we do every week, Pinky. Pretty much. But here's the thing. 
if you're going to share a kayfabe news article, you understand it's satire. You're not funny when you try to make the article funnier. But what makes you really stupid is when you try to agree with the article and you just come off as, well, an idiotic troll. The article is that fans are chanting EC dub are nostalgic for the glory days of Big Show versus Batista. So, of course, he shares this with Kayfabe News has sarcastically paid tribute to the better brand of ECW. Uh, shut up. But I was the only one that counted. I was the only one that counted. So for those of you guys, you're already familiar with him, but here's the backstory. He hated ECW and everything ECW stood for because it was garbage wrestling. It was all dumb marks. It was a niche program. Does this sound familiar? Does it sound like everything that WWE ever told you? Because that's exactly how he feels about it. The only person I think he ever liked that came out of ECW was RVD. Well, and what's funny is he would like creations that other people came up with, like Raven and the King of the Mountain match, but until he found out that Raven created it, and then he would hate it. Yeah. And yes, of course, why would you not like the ECW guy who became the biggest WWE success in uh, RVD? <sighs> He's just... You know, they're, they're stupid, and then there's, hey, man. But the funny thing, and I, I had explained to him many a time, but he never seemed to quite get it. He, I explained, without ECW, you wouldn't have the product that you had. You wouldn't have the, the brand extension, which is the golden era of wrestling, according to said person. The golden days of wrestling. Right. You wouldn't have the product you have today, because... From ECW to the Attitude Era, which was kind of like a toned-down ECW, just slight, just slightly. Um, to today, diet ECW. Right, character characters the way that are written now came from ECW. The more realistic approach came from ECW. Without that, you would still have Sting and Bridge Bulldog fighting Sid Vicious and Vader in a Bash at the Beach movie. Oh, but I always thought that Sid was a really underrated big man. Yes. <laughs> and and hates Luke Harper, who is one of the most talented big men. Oh my god, in he's the such a generic time. big man. Speaking of which, that generic big man won the title in my uh, 2K15 universe this week. Uh, now you have to just delete your game file and <laughs> to burn, burn my game, right? Because he beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. With, with three discus clotheslines in a row. God. That is pretty terrible. And a yeah, 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 yeah taunt before the pinfall. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is friggin' awesome, by the way. The yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, 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 yeah is over, not him. <laughs> Just like the yes, 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 yes is over. <laughs> you know that big. You know that Biggie absolutely loves when he does that, right? Because he always does five yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love how that's, like, never been his gimmick, but it's still his gimmick according to us. Oh, it's never going away. Ever. But you know what, you know what else is never going away? Obnoxious-ass trolls on the internet. This week on WWE's Facebook, they asked, Who would you want to come back for one more match? May... I hope it's me. Yeah, like 80% of all posts were, were about eyeballs on eyeballs. Can oh. we please get Jeff Hardy for a match to make someone a motherfucking superstar? No, this is why it's going to happen. Oh, I hate everybody on the internet. Bring it back, Jeff Hardy. All right, well, Biggie's happy because I always do five comments. Oh, uh, here we go. Eugene versus Dean Ambrose, <laughs> WWE champion. Wait for it. A psychotic death match. Well, that wasn't the direction I thought it was going to go in, but I'm really happy that it went in that direction instead of the one I was waiting uh, to Yeah, I, I was thinking it's that still was like, stupidly dumb. That was like a Heyman oh, dream atro- match. It's atrocious, but it's way better than it could have been. Oh, psychotic instead of retarded. Okay. Goldberg, WWE returns. Goldberg, 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 Goldberg. Yeah. Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm a spooky <laughs> ghost. Goldberg is that's even Jewier than before. <laughs> Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like he's gonna be a villain of the mystery machine. Goldberg and goblins. Yeah. And I would have gotten away with it too. Yeah. I'm going trick-or-treating with racist Vince this year. Look at me. I'm a spooky ghost. Me too. Goldberg and goblins! Uh, Halloween starts early God, I, don't, I don't ever want to play that NES game. Pat, your brother used to code games, right? Can he make Goldberg and goblins? Possibly. Yeah. I think we found an episode title. Yeah. I'm going to spear that. S. I can spare the S out of these effing zombies. <laughs> I'm going to dress as a spooky, spooky ghost. Goldberg and goblins. <laughs> Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar. Or John or Rusev. John who? Or John? <laughs> Just John. Big Johnny. <laughs> Big power. Kurt Angle Mr. versus Be- Big John. Mr. Bella. <laughs> Mr. Bella. I'm the new Bella fella. (laughs) I remember when we did our least favorite wrestlers ever, and Dan's like, spoiler, mine was on the pay-per-view this week. I'm like, it's either going to be Mark Henry or Ryback. And he's like, nope, Big Johnny. Wow, I didn't know we we had access to Big Johnny to record intros for the show, too. Big Johnny. I was hanging out with the Road Warrior Animal. Now I need a drink, goddamn. No, come on, Johnny. You got you, you got to talk about how you're hanging out with Road Warrior Animal and listening to the Club Kayfabe podcast, and I could put that in an intro. When me and Road Warrior Animal hang out, we listen to the Club Kayfabe podcast. Like, that actually hurts my voice to listen to that. And I look at the Hawaiian Tropic catalog. That's where I found my wife. <laughs> wow. Look for that as a new intro soon, fellas. One of the greatest wrestler, Bill Goldberg, no, should stop. be return <laughs> at WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he said 80% were for me. That's why I didn't read it. I didn't take any of them. I took the other 20%. <laughs> I took the others that were all Goldberg comments. Yeah. I got a pretty good percentage. Show. But he listens to the show. He's just going to think it's me. Yeah. And our last comment. John Cena and Randy Orton, Venom, are the star I want to see them given more matches. So it's like John Cena, is he uh, is he a symbiote and he coats Randy Orton? Is that, no is that what we're talking about? Because there's Venom, I think he right? wants John Cena 04 and Randy Orton 08 back. Oh, so he could play... Uh, one of the WWE 2K games, and he could play as, like, those guys from ten years ago. John Cena. Where's me? Shut up. Everyone wants me back. More me. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed that system sound that just played. Yes. It's great. It's great. Big Johnny's here. I tell you, it's time for points or something. <laughs> points or Johnny? <laughs> Wait, are we done? Was that the last comment? Yeah, that was the last comment. Okay. Yeah. Are you dying? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> All right. Good thing we got well, that audio clip. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Big Johnny promoting points are buried. Yes, it is time to play points. Or buried. Alright, first one's in the studio. Or folded. Yeah, you haven't left the studio. Hell no, or, son. Or who else is here? Oh, boo, effing speared. No, you're early. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't get to yeah, go. But out I was next. already here. He's right. calling it. He's calling the match. Right, there he is, there he is. Or what else? Are frozen and not anything else because those are things all that have theaters and I can't use them on the show anymore. Until his next movie comes out. <laughs> or expended. <laughs> Expendable. <Expendable-ed-er. laughs> 
Or, well, the, the two of them are sitting in the corner. Well, one or Big Johnny! No. That, oh! That's... You forgot yes. about Don! No, I said you were. one was sitting in the corner, the other was swimming. Oh. oh one was swimming! It's a big proponent of people power. I'm swimming in the old swimsuit magazines that Johnny left on the floor. Uh, uh, Hawaiian Tropic Winter 05. Oh, they're all not in bathing suits. They're in the their winter parkas. Oh. Alright. So here's what and I asked you guys. The other guy is sleeping. Yes. So here's what I asked you guys to do. I wanted you everybody to ruin a movie by changing the title, but by making it a subtle change. So here are the examples I gave. You could do just one letter, one word, maybe a few here and there, but it had to be very subtle. So the examples I gave was you could add a letter. You could make Star Wars into Star Warts. That sounds thrilling, doesn't it? Movie stars General Warts? Yeah. Or you could subtract a letter and make it worse. Like Winnie the Pooh without the H at the end of Pooh becomes a story about Mr. Hanky. Ew. Oh, bother. You could also change a letter so that if you made the godfather the godfatter, would that be something you'd want to see? Or Isn't you could that add... basically how Marlon Brando's life story? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Or you could change, you could add, subtract, or change a word. You could do, there will not be blood... <laughs> that that's a WWE film, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks to me, Big Johnny. There will not be blood. Get the referee. Or the uh, you could take a word out and make it like Harry Potter and the Half Prince. Or you could just change a word and make it into something weird, like Zach and Miri make a cake. Lol, 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 lol. That's right. the Walmart version. Of course. Now, thankfully, we got a ton of entries this week, so we got a lot to work with here, and I'm excited about this. Uh, I had asked for really hardcore group participation, and even though you guys kind of delivered, you didn't, I didn't get as many as I thought I was going to get. So, Ken Dudley, I'm sorry that I couldn't allow everybody to do a second entry like you wanted. It would have been fun, but maybe next time when we get really, really big participation. We came close, though. We came close. All right. So you guys ready to hear how you, these people ruin movies in a subtle way? Yep. All right. Yep. First one is a talk and talkies throwback. Field of wet dreams. Gross. <laughs> oh, man. He's standing up. We're going to open with it. No. No. Oh, no. Ooh. Wait, he shouldn't have woken up at all. It should have just happened. It was a dream. Oh, man. He didn't even, he didn't even wake up. <laughs> that was a hell of a dream. He was dreaming about that baby girl. I think I think, I think think that was a positive ooh-ah. I'm going to say I, I'd give that points. All right. Alan Craig, enjoy your ooh-ah. And your but positive your, point. Your positive your, ooh-ah. Positive ooh-ah points. Somewhere Chef is just like, yes, that wasn't me. Oh, crap, they're going to bury me now. I believe there's been at least twice as many positive Uwas as there have been negative now. Yeah, really. <laughs> Uwas actually pretty much become the positive thing. But you don't want to get Don Wested. That's still pretty negative. Oh, uh, what do you mean? Motor uh... <laughs> City Machine Gun. I'm swimming uh... in this field, this white field. Okay. Here's your next movie title. Incontinence Day. Oh, wow. Oh, I remember the Mad Magazine uh, version of it. It was called Independence Day. Because uh, you're going to be pooping your pants. Ha-ha! I was guest editor that week. <laughs> I'm uh, that Mad week. Magazines only had one guest editor ever, and it was Weird Al just a couple months ago. It was like the best issue ever, too. It was really good. I have it right there. I'm looking at it. So let's give that some points. Alright, points to Joe Kalaya. Welcome to this Earth. W- Welcome to Earth. Welcome to All right. Earth. Alright, now you have Fleeing Amy. Oh, because you're running Oops. away. 
You're not run away from the lesbian. You're gonna run away because she's a girl. A girl. Let's give that points. It's silly. Let's give it points because it was Denzel Thomas's entry, and I know he's painfully single. I love you, Dens, but goddamn, I've seen all of your. I've seen a lot of your "woe is me, I'm a single guy" posts. Uh, I hate those people because I'm just like, you know, I've been single for over ten years, and I'm not being a little bigoty bitch about it. Well, there's actually somebody way worse that's coming up later, but I won't say who that person is. When you hear his name, you'll understand. All right, now you have. Wait, hey man, I been an entry. <laughs> Uh, now I'm still hung up on Kayla. Oh no, now it's um somebody named Ashley, and not Masaro. Wow. Right, you ready for the you ready for the next one? Absolutely. This is Gardeners of the Galaxy. Ah, <laughs> uh, better movie. Already better. Gardeners of the Galaxy. Uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I laughed. You get points. You get points. Matt too. Hardman points. Matt Hardman oh, points. I heard I like, Matt I like. Hardman might be coming back to WWE. <laughs> <laughs> He's working the Jesse's Man gimmick. <laughs> Which, by the way, I noticed Facebook police probably crashed down on you because your name has changed back. No, he he did it before the popo got him. Oh, oh. Or or the popo were investigating him and he changed it back, so they let him go. With just a warning this time, which is funny because whosoever pretty whosoever much changes you. their name gets banned. Yes, <laughs> I changed my middle name, which is an optional field, and, and now you can never have a middle name on now, Facebook. Yes, I can never have a middle name on Facebook now. <laughs> All right, next one is Dancing with Wombats. You know, instead of wolves. Oh, yeah, I get it. Dancing with rabid wolverine. <laughs> oh, oh, your hmm wasn't because you didn't get it. <laughs> no, I got it. I, I got it. I totally got it. I was just like, hmm, how, <laughs> how pedestrian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you evil clear, pedestrian. Clearly not points are buried material. Is this person uh, an Aussie? Is that why that's no, so funny? No. Oh, okay. Nah, nah. Hell, son, I've been getting a lot of time on this damn show lately, but I'm going to fold that damn entry up. And that's the laundry line, because Stone Fold said so. Man, you made Arnold look so sad. I think he really wanted to freeze that one. I really want to have my own show eventually, too. <laughs> you have right, a Stone uh, Fold podcast, possibly? This is ridiculous. That was David Jesus Michael Coyle, or DJMC, who hasn't played in a while, so welcome back. Maybe he's been banned from Facebook. <laughs> this is too many names. Nobody has this many names. You have to show us documentation to prove that that's real. All right, now you have Schindler's Lisp. I don't just imagine Dusty Rhodes is. Uh, I was going to say, I imagine WWE Films presents Jack Swagger <laughs> as Oscar Schindler. Oh my god. In Schindler's <laughs> List. Oscar Swagger? Boom Thooner, Boom Thooner. Although he is blonde hair, blue eyed, so maybe that's not the best casting. Starring John Heidenreich. <laughs> Wait, they tried that once. Yes, this gets points. That was Siobhan's entry. Tee hee. <laughs> All right, now you have Gay Out of Compton. <laughs> it's so dumb that it's hilarious. <laughs> Figured some Compton. <laughs> who, who did that? Because they get points. Somebody who weld. Wow. Although he couldn't really well too much. Even though, I think homosexual out of Compton would have been funnier, but that, that's still funny. But I, I want to throw this out there now. Don't start submitting shit and trying to make it purposely dumb to get points. But it did make me laugh, because it was so dumb. I liked it. Oh. See, the problem was this RV character, he's like looking over my shoulder excited, because he he knew this next entry was getting him excited. 
Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. He's he's all excited for me to read it. <laughs> he's ready to lock you in a stall and suplex. All right, here we go. It's no country for old black men. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. <laughs> is that Vince running for president? Vince, you, you realize your your time on the show is greatly diminishing, right? What are you talking about? Am I not cool anymore? That kid's not like me. He's still hipping with it. I, I'm still hip. I still, still have my original this, hip. He's still got them 8-track tapes, Vince. Yeah. Vince, I'm gay Compton. Final's <laughs> back, Vince. You should, you should get that back out. If it's Hulk back, that means he's... on his original hip. But I am. I love that story in Jericho's book about how Vince couldn't work a DVD player. Neither could Big Johnny. Wait, wait, did you just say Hulk Hogan? No, I, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah, Valley wait. Driver player. Wait, shouldn't you love Hulk Hogan? <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about. Mr. McMahon. Vince, where are you going? Why is he leaping? Did you Hulk get Hogan. He got all offended when you mentioned Hulk Hogan. Oh, you you offended racist Vince. <laughs> That's not even possible. All right, so what do you think of old country for, or no country for old black men? Wow, I think that gets uh, racist points, which are worth nothing. Aww. Oh, that's how the game works. Aww. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> really? Aww. Yeah. That's mean. You laughed at that one, too. Oh, well. Sorry, well, Adrian Cotton. I saw the look on Racist Vince's face. Like, who was it? Adrian Cotton. Oh, sorry, Adrian. Yeah, you can't take it back now that you know who he is. All right. This is I Shart Huckabees. Oh, wow. That's good. Gotta give it points. I don't have much more to say, Bev. It's good. Give it points. I Shart Huckabees. And, Two. and oddly enough, the movie is completely the same. <laughs> to Dylan Mewshaw. Alright, this is Edward Schitzverhands. Schitzverhands? Schitzverhands. Oh. With an instruction for me to sound it out. I did. Huh. Schitzverhands. Before anyone can fold anything, I'm going to freeze this one. <laughs> I'm important right. on this show, too. Alright. Uh, Ken Dudley. You've been frozen. <laughs> All right. National Lampoon's Hey Man Trip. Hey Man Trip? Yeah. Wait, which, which, which National Lampoon is that spoofing? I, I think it's supposed to be a vacation, but they went with Trip. They oh. do. Trip? Yeah, Did well, I hope I don't Trip while I have in spirit. Oh, Taylor yeah. Chadwick, you got speared. Yeah. Hey, man, joke won't always work, but worth a try. Oh, senior trip? <coughs> Maybe. Snow Lampoon senior trip? From 1995. You can't. Well, it doesn't matter. You can't unspear him now. <laughs> As a 5.5 <laughs> on IMDb. You, can, you cannot unspear what ha that which has been speared. F and speared, excuse me. <laughs> Triple H hasn't buried anything yet. Yeah, I don't get used enough on this show either. <laughs> Just a bunch of crap. No, hey, Jeremy Renner's in this movie. Hunter, Hunter, you gotta look at this camera. Oh, I'm over here. Yeah. <laughs> and then towards this camera, but not at the camera. But not at the camera. <laughs> you know, sometimes people tell me to look at this microphone, and then I look at this microphone. <laughs> oh, hey, Tara Strong's in this movie. Terra Strong, right. that was my indie gimmick before Terra Ryzen. <laughs> you have big tits? Still do. Yes. Alright, this is Indiana Jones and the Temple of Poop. 
What? What? I, I, I guess that's a... Is is this a Jason Shin movie? Uh, no. He, he missed the cutoff. Again, sometimes stupidity won't earn you points. This week it does. <laughs> Good job, Jeff Trello. It certainly ruined a movie, I'll tell you that one. Temple of, temple of Poopy. Your temple is Poopy. Can you can he get John Cena points? I love when people change things to poopy. <laughs> Let's see what kind of points you're gonna get. It's John Cena. All right, this one is Close Encounters of the Turd Kind. Oh my oh, god! Please. I think this so is fighting just... alien poop. <laughs> can't give points to all these poop entries. This one gets no points. <laughs> you can't see this entry. Oh, I'm gonna bury it in poop. Aww. You just buried Mike in his wheelchair. I'm burying it like I I had poop dump on the spirit squad. <laughs> it was funny. It was so funny, because poop is funny. And roosters, because roosters are cocks. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Simsack. Hey, Sean, Next. Mr. Fuji's over there. And now he's over there. <laughs> but don't look right at him. Look over there. And don't, and don't look at what I'm doing. All right. I'm, ge- I'm getting gay married, Sean. Mr. Fuji's right over there. <laughs> this next one's a talking talkies throwback, and it's also... The person who recommended the movie to us. It says pissing out the rear window. (laughs) (laughs) Community and show references are the way to go. (laughs) Yes, points. Ellis Holmes, he recommended it. Also, the show community references are welcome, too. Yes. All right, this next one is... All right, keep keep the door shut. I don't want him coming back. This is Jay and Silent Bob Chase Blacks. But you changed two words. Couldn't you only change one? Uh, it was mostly the recommendation, but some people went... Well, I, it, had to be a, it had to be a subtle change. Well, no points. Because that's oh. the rule I had set in my head. Oh, uh-oh. So what happens Is that here? a rules violation, Patrick? I think that's a that's a rules violation. Oh no. Oh. Oh no. Oh points are buried. Don't be sour. I'm handing over to Dan Peck because he has the power. Oh my God. <laughs> so Chris Wright just got a new date? <laughs> I don't know. Don't it depends, think? depends what Dan wants to do. Banned. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Chris no negative points. Is banned. Banned. E. Chris is Opa. banned. <laughs> e. New day rocks. All right. New day rocks. <laughs> New day rocks. Hey, hey, hey! It's not that hard. <laughs> There's some people that just can't do it, and it's really funny to watch them. Like, right. guess, like the guy that was next to me in choir in, in college. All right, this is Men in Black Men. Men in Black Men. Oh my god, that took a second. <laughs> oh, oh. like it's cringies and regular points. All right, one fifty to Andrew. Whitman. Why is it cringies, Pat? Are you uh, because because thing? of shin? No, shin-gies? because shin. Let's get shinjies. <laughs> I couldn't even participate this week. Oh, and I'm gonna go ahead and overrule this now because oh, I just it gets realized cringies because I don't like the thought of no no no. no. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm over. I just realized I have to overrule your ban on Chris Wright because. 
you gave Ellis Holmes points for adding three words to a movie title, but he's not allowed to change two. Bullshit. Wait, what did, what did he do again? Oh, yeah, Pissing he did. out the rear window. So, no. You only get to give him no points. You don't get to ban him. That's unfair. Wow. Sorry. He, he no, it's your ban, Chris. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Overruled. Bitch. I, I think you forget who has the power. <laughs> and and your next entry is John Cena. <laughs> points. Next movie. All right, this is Big E's Black Stallion. Oh God! Are, are these, <laughs> was that is that a sequel to the last entry? The last entry. Ooh. Oh no! Um, last entry. Oh oh. Okay, so this gets cringies and points too. All right, it's gonna Joe. be really funny to hear Chris Wright start raging and then listens three minutes later and goes, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> Oh, Chris Wright, don't be sour. <laughs> All right, that was Joe Mad Dog Needle with the one fitty. All right, this next movie is called Big Show in Little China. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I Look at all that these gooks. I mean, gooks. See, that didn't make it terrible. That makes me want to see it. Although, Big Show in anything is terrible. Um, you want what you, you want to see? Big Show in China? Yeah. <laughs> In Little China, right? Yeah, so it's like a midget version of China. Oh, this is a porn? I thought this was a this was a remake of the classic movie, only with Big Show. I don't know what it is, but it's spelled C-H-Y-N-A, so... Okay. So, no, well, it's not the country. You get cringies and points as well. That's three in a row. Right. Michael Vaughn, 150. Wow. Did you hear Jeez. The Rock is remaking Big Trouble in Little China? And by The Rock is remaking, you well, mean he's I mean, he's starring, starring in the character. Yeah. He's in it. Good luck in remaking that movie without it being racist as fuck and half of the world picketing it. <laughs> All right. Guys, this is the biggie countdown. These are the last five. <laughs> Burying Private Ryan. Oh, God. <laughs> No, he's the only one that lived. <laughs> yeah, the other the other three well, brothers. Eventually, died. he stopped living. <laughs> Even all the other characters in the movie died in that in the battle, except right. the dude from New York and the coward. I'm gonna give it points. There were three survivors, and they were like one good character and two shitty characters. Points to Matt Awesome. <laughs> All right. This next entry came with I'm shivering in my own skin for this one. And this is Pacific Rim Job. Oh. Oh man. <laughs> too bad too bad Roman's asleep. Um and too bad Roman already ood. He's actually hasn't woken up, so <laughs> yeah. I think that yeah, oh man. That get that gets oh my god, there's so many cringy plus points this week. This is cringies and regular. One fifty to Glenn Cookin. Pacific Rim Job. All right, this is Eternal Sunshine for the penetrated mime. Ew. <laughs> Gross. I don't even feel like giving that points. Uh oh. But we cringed. I did cringe. I guess I have to give it cringe points. Cringies to Don Mario. I don't even want to effing touch it. Hell, son, <laughs> neither do I. I wouldn't touch that with a ten-foot shovel. Oh, I wouldn't swim in that. <laughs> Arnold's just like, I could. he's just holding his gun, not sure what to do. I don't even want to freeze it. I'll take care of it with people power. <laughs> Don Mario, you just got people-powered. You also got cringies. Hawaiian Tropic Catalog. All right. And now you have Raiders of Eva's Lost Ark. Ooh. Her Lost Ark? Yep. Eva's Lost Ark. Uh. Oh, it's red instead of instead of gold. 
It yeah, would have worked better if it was a Molly Holly joke. I'll bury that. Hell, son, no, I want to fold it. No, I want to freeze it. Yeah, well, you know what? I want to effing spear it. Thanks. And CJ Hardman just got speared. Man, everyone else yeah. was way too slow, even though he talked last. Even though, And even though he took a front bump. And I was part of the spirit squad. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, we go out with a bang with incestion. That was a big hit in the South, wasn't it? Um, Let's go double cringies and points. Wow, 200? Yeah, 200. 200 to Dan Dahl. Oh man, that's the comeback kid right here. But now y'all gotta pick... Now you got to pick your favorite. Um, wow. Do, I, do you want it, you want to do it? Countdown. I, I need a countdown of at least the highest point getters. Well, that was Incestion, followed by Men in Black Men, Biggie's Black Stallion, and Big Show in Little China, and Pacific Rim Job. Incestion is really good, but I think Big Show in Little China made me laugh the most. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, an extra 50 points to Michael Vaughn, who will also take away 200 points, and he will be officially recognized as the winner. Big Show in Little China. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Well, there you go, guys. Another fun week of points are buried. And remember, as I say every week, if you got a topic, Joe Kalaya, and you really want me to use it, Joe Kalaya, send me a message, and maybe I'll use it this week, Joe Kalaya. What about Joe Kalaya? That guy has good ideas. Yeah, he's got an idea that I've skipped for two weeks, and he's he's upset because it won't be relevant anymore, even though we can still do it. So, Joe Kalaya, if you still want to follow through with that, message me, unless you got another idea. Otherwise, otherwise, that concludes this week's episode adventure. All right, everybody, you know what that means. We'll catch you next week. We out this bitch. The other day I was hanging out with my nephew, James, and I said, you gotta come to the Hawaiian Tropic Festival this weekend. There's gonna be lots of women. And that's where I met my wife. And James was like, who are you?